Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up with day five of our Live No Lies devotion on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 26, and it says this, Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap. For they have been held captive by him to do whatever he wants. The devotional is titled Healing Emotional Wounds. And it says, let's turn now from the ideology that plays in the cultural wars to the lies we believe about ourselves. Most of the lies we face don't make news headlines or end up in Twitter debates. It's the grown man who was berated by his father and comes to believe I am only as good as I am successful at work. It's the teenage girl who, comparing herself to the mirage of Instagram, comes to believe I am ugly and unworthy of love. It's the pastor who was a high-energy child, regularly scolded by her parents, who now believes I'm a bad person. It's the entrepreneur whose prior business failed after the betrayal of his partner, who now believes everything I do will fail. It's the middle-aged woman who was raised by an angry perfectionist mother and decades later still believes I have to be perfect to have peace. I've changed the details for anonymity, but these aren't hypothetical examples. They are small sampling of thousands of stories people have trusted me with as their pastor. There is not a soul I know who is not living in, at some level, bondage to lies. Facing the lies we have come to believe can be terrifying. As T.S. Eliot put it, humankind cannot bear very much reality. The illusions we cling to become part of our identity and with it, our security. They make us feel safe even as they imprison us in fear. Ripping them out of the depths of our soul can be excruciating. When Jesus said in John 8, 32, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. He was simultaneously saying that we're enslaved by lies. We're in bondage to the tyranny of false ideas about reality that hold our souls and our society in captivity to suffering and pain. As Paul later said in 2 Timothy 2, 26, The devil has, quote, taken us captive to do his will. Jesus has come to liberate us with the weapon of truth. It's only in coming face to face with reality as it actually is before God that we find peace. Yeah, this is one of the most um, important topics I think that I'll ever talk about in my life Mm. is called self-talk. Yeah, because I I think I mentioned in another devotional really recently where, you know, I have this voice where I'm always communicating with myself Mm -hmm. and I may sound crazy or maybe you do that, too. And we're crazy together. Who knows? But I am a person who noticed that I had really terrible negative self-talk. Someone even say self-hate. And now people would maybe assume I'm very positive. But the only way I've become a little bit more positive is because I was deep 
in negativity. Yeah. Like it's what the author was saying is that in the, in the depths of our soul and in the depths of my soul was self-hatred and that came out in different ways. Yeah. I imagine like a field, right? Where if there's a field that's never tended by a gardener and it doesn't have good soil or good seeds, you're going to get bad weeds, thorny bushes and everything. And that was my heart. That was my soul Mm -hmm. where just over time it had overgrowth of just, I'm trying not to do self-hate right now, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm making an observation. Yeah. It was not good. Yeah. Right. It just wasn't good. It was not a healthy way to talk to or about myself. Right. But because I realized that through the help of friends, pastors, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, everything, yeah. and even my own realization that then I was able to say, yeah, yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. And I think some of it boils down to a phrase that you've used. I'm going to butcher it. So I'd rather you pick up and take it, but it's like, um, would you, allow your Your friend friend to say this yeah yeah so how do you say it i always tell my friends if you wouldn't say it to a friend you shouldn't say it to yourself it's good yeah and it's hard it's hard advice Mm -hmm. to take sometimes because i'm like well i definitely wouldn't say it to my friend (laughs) (laughs) i want to be encouraging to my friends even when speaking truth even hard truth you want to do it in a way that's encouraging and in love and a lot of times we can speak truth to ourselves but there's absolutely no love attached to it. And then it just feels harsh and then it can go south really, really quickly. Mm -hmm. And just from personal experience as he was going through those different examples, I feel like for me growing up in such an achiever style, I don't know, childhood, I really started to create this identity of who I was based on what I was currently doing and the accomplishments that I was like achieving at that time or in that season of my life. And I remember, especially after like my pageant season was over, my dance season was over. I was having some major like identity crisis because I was no longer quote unquote achieving these big things that I was like working towards my whole life. And I was like, who even am I now? Right. And I think that a lot of us go through that where we'll start to believe that certain things are what makes us who we are versus who God actually created us to be. Mm -hmm. And so as I was like reading through those, I'm like, man, I want to look at my life and be like, what are the things that I'm telling myself that like Mm -hmm. makes up who I believe myself to be? Right. Like, is it what I'm accomplishing and what I'm doing? Because I think even as Christians, sometimes we can create this thing in our head of like, Oh, well, what all am I doing for the kingdom? And now am I accomplishing for the kingdom? And is that giving me identity versus just who I am as a child of God who is loved no matter what I achieve? And achievement might not be like your your vice as it is mine, I feel like, but I think it's really important for us to look at what do we say to ourselves and how are we like, creating in our minds who we believe ourselves to be. Yeah. And I think that starts whenever you're young. Yeah. And it doesn't stop there, but I think it starts there because you go through stuff. It's your upbringing. It's the things that are said to you um, at school. It's whatever it may be. And then those things play a big role in what we believe about ourselves. And I think the thing that we have to be really careful with as Christians is that I think where we get confused is that there is God's truth and then there's the reality in the world. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, is that, well, if God says I'm more precious than rubies, right? Yeah. But then the world doesn't pay any attention to me. So who's right? Yeah. 
And so I think that it's really important that we don't pull evidence for God's truth from a broken world. Right. Like I would never look in a broken mirror to deem if I'm attractive or not. Right. It's not a smart move. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the mirror Good. is shattered. Yeah. Right. The world is shattered. Yeah. Don't go looking in the world to affirm what God says about you. It's really good. Go to God for that. Yeah. Wow. Ready to pray now? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this devotional. Um, we pray that as we look to you, you would remind us of who you say that we are and that you would highlight any lies that we've been believing and that you would um, just convict us when we go down negative talk track spirals, Lord. Any illusions we've been believing about ourselves, would you just break those off of us, Lord, so that we can walk in the freedom of who you say that we are, God. Give us your eyes today. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Hasta luego.